Our deepest condolences and love to the families of those lost during the Topps Market shooting on May 14th in Buffalo, New York, and the families of each child and teacher lost in the Robb Elementary School shooting in Uvalde, Texas on May 24th, merely 10 days apart. But thoughts and prayers are not enough. This is a call to the very politicians that refuse to draft legislation centered on stricter gun laws. We don't want to take your guns. Rather, we want to keep our citizens. Our deepest condolences to the families of the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Tragedies like this are too common in America. Hopefully change is in the horizon. Today we are discussing the school shootings in Uvalde, Texas, in which 19 students and two teachers lost their lives. We offer our most profound condolences and speak of a world in which safer schools and safer communities are no longer a thing we hope for, but a thing that is on the horizon. Hello, hello everybody. This is Vincent from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent. We want to empower our listeners with knowledge and sense of community because we're our strongest when we're united. So please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV. Listen to new episodes every Friday and interact with us on Instagram at Making It Make Sense ITV. Stay conscious and stay lit. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of Making It with Isaiah, Theo, Danielle, and yours truly, Vincent. So we're about to get into it again. And unfortunately, another tragedy has happened involving gun violence and another school shooting down in Texas. And I have to say that, like, you know, remember when, like, the Columbine one first happened and how devastating and shocked I feel like as a country, it's just becoming such a recurring thing that like people are really starting to get desensitized to it, which is kind of sad. But we're numb. You remember Columbine? Yeah, yeah that shit was huge. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety-four, right? Or no, yeah. or nineteen ninety-five. Nineteen ninety-five. I'm sorry. Good old Columbine. But it, where it's like it's becoming as normal as yeah. Reagan. I'm no longer phased by this, and I am. Sick and tired of people. Did you remember every school shooting that's happened? Oh, I can't. Like, like, I know there's a bunch that like there. At first, stated. you could have. You could, but now you can't. Now it's hard to. I mean, I Sandy Hook, right? The um, most tragic one. So yeah. The Pulse nightclub. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, 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 I'm tired of the just... hopes and dreams and the prayers and sending out prayers for people like that these victims and people don't need your stupid prayers. They need actual tangible, we need actual tangible laws and regulations right. to protect us and keep us safe so that we can actually pray about things that we need to be worrying about. That's what's I think in the most disheartening, I mean, just kind of across the board is, you know, we don't want prayers and well wishes Um we need, like you were saying, Theo, we need legislation that that provides protection. We need reform. And I think a lot of people instantly think, oh, you're trying to take my guns away. And, 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 and no, it's, hey, like, I, I'm not sure how you guys feel about, like, gun control or having guns, period. But I, 
like the right to bear arms for like other reasons, but that doesn't mean that it can't be controlled and regulated. So, like, actless things like that, like you know, keep on happening. As far as, um, I mean, really, as far as gun rights go, to me, I mean, this is going to be, I guess, a little bit of an unpopular notion, but to me, I feel like you have the right. You have like the human right to to have shelter. You have the human right to food and water. You have the human right to protect yourself, right? But to what degree and extent, I think it is debatable. Um, of course. I, I think there's... No, a, I'm saying that you should, you know, like, taking a life is taking a life. Or like, you know, that could kind of lead to mm-hmm. so many different repercussions for having a gun but you know you still have the i believe that you still have the right to protect yourself and also there's other reasons why like that go into us essentially having guns a lot of problems that go into it too like when you look at us compared to other countries and they have but who like, you have the right to protect yourself but who exactly are these people protecting themselves from the predator Mm-hmm. Like they have machine guns and K- uh, what was it? KR fifteen names of guns that I don't have no idea. What names it, of guns that war. people use in the military yeah. when there's warfare. And, this isn't a sci-fi. Yeah. We, we're not living in a sci-fi world yeah. where there are aliens there's from no Planet Eight Two Six coming trying to kill us. Therefore, we need to have all these machine guns that yeah. shoot one hundred and fifty bullets per second. Those are the those are the guns of the problem, not the handgun to protect Absolutely. yourself when the robber comes in or when someone's trying to sexually assault someone in the street or attack you. Right. I think we all know that to be true. We're yeah. talking about these other guns that are shredding people and bowing them down. Yeah, yeah that, those are and the all things that like are the two problem. three minutes. It's not like they need like like most of these like events that happen literally are done within seven, eight, ten minutes, and within that time they've devastated. And destroyed so many lives. Like with a handgun, how much bullets does a handgun have? Um, anybody? I Anybody's a gun? Tell you, <laughs> I'm not. I have to be honest with you, I'm not well read or well versed. Let me check my gun right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, like a handgun, something simple, something realistic. Like if you want to go shoot something and want warfare, go. There's a war happening in Ukraine. There's the military. Go play with those guns there. I think those guns that you know that they use in, in the movie theaters and now when they're going to shoot people in the movie theaters and people in their churches, people in their synagogues, you know, people in their supermarket, like it happened in Buffalo. Like these these sacred places are not sacred anymore. I remember going to the supermarket with my grandma, harassing her for me to get candy and shit. Those things are no is no longer a safe, fun place to be. Right. And that's what's really I got to thinking about that um, with 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 what happened in Buffalo, and um, I read this online. There was it was just kind of like a just a small examination of the age range of people, right? And obviously, a life is is a life, you know, a life taken or a life lost. But um, a lot of the people that that lost their lives that day were people that are our parents' age. Oh yeah, and it really yeah. that that was kind of a just a small part, rather really of the the gut punch for me, as I felt like wow, this is like 
one of your parents just going, I'm just going to go to the grocery store and get some food for dinner or pick up a couple of things for dinner. Or, you know, I just imagine like being on the phone, like, you know, some one of, just imagine being on the phone with like one of your parents. I mean, it's, it's, horrible as it sounds and like something like that happens like you know like they're those people who are our parents age and that I think was just for me that was incredibly disheartening I mean but it's yeah. I I just in regards to gun control I just don't understand how we keep as a country making the same mistake over and, and over, over and over, over again because this is not not more more than this is not just an isolated incident there this is a this is a serious serious problem if you look at the statistics of of the frequency of this occurring in other countries there is an incredible discrepancy here you know what i mean like there's like so it's it says something about our nation it says something about the way we operate it says something about it really says it's really kind of a um it's kind of a, a really a conversation on the state of of our mental health here, you know. I mean, not to, but the state of the mental health of of this of of what is causing this to occur. You know what I mean? It keeps on happening. Well, Danielle, what, what, how do you feel about gun control? Well, it's a very complex issue. Um, and so we've raised the nation, we've raised a generation rather of individuals who are accustomed to grand theft auto. And we've kind of normalized, we've kind of normalized violence in our video games. And, and, and it's very, again, it's a very complex situation. Um, Last reported, there are 17 children killed at this elementary school in Texas, Mm -hmm. and one teacher who attempted to protect her children from being shot. And the shooter, the suspect is reported to be, um, last name Ramos, and he is an 18 year old who attends the high school. So you have an eighteen-year-old going in to victimize these elements. It's it's illogical. It's senseless. It's you know, and there are authorities who can parse this situation, these situations, and look at them from a criminally mind, criminal mind perspective and give us some substantial insight. And I think that's what we're all calling for. We're all calling for meaningful change, meaningful change. But it seems normal, and it, the matter is so complex that. It's also a state, guns are regulated at the state level, right? So you can have federal regulation, but they are saying that Texas has one of the most lenient laws, some of the most lenient laws oh, regarding yeah. than any other state in the in the union. That, coup- that coupled with the notion that you could actually order parts offline and construct a gun. And, and they're saying- Insane. Yeah, they're saying, we talked about rounds. They're saying that he, he had an uh, AR-15 with multiple magazines, multiple rounds. And so these are preliminary reports, but it is a complex situation. And I think we're all in agreement that something has to be done. Federal response has to happen. I, I, so I, I, it, it appears to me like America is, they fetishize guns. They have a bizarre, perverse obsession with guns. And again, yes, like you said, Daniel, it's very complex. And it's it, it might be too complex for my simple-minded mind to understand. Because I grew up in, in, in a country where gun violence wasn't that prevalent. And, you know, and these countries are considered, you know, 
third world backward countries, mm. you know, where people are Neanderthals and shit. And gun violence isn't as prevalent or isn't prevalent as it is in America. And it just, this must be a very complex thing that is beyond me, that is out of my understanding because I just don't get it. So part of it that comes out of it that makes it difficult is you have to remember that the corporations that own and sell and make the guns, mm-hmm. they don't want these laws to change. Mm-hmm. Like That is the other thing you have to remember that they are funneling millions of dollars as lobbyists into some of these politicians' pockets to support the ones that have really strong anti-gun like gun laws because they don't want to hurt their profits. And that's as simple as it. Not as simple, but that is a huge chunk of why certain things can't be done. Everyone then looks at the president sometimes says, do something, do something. Yes, he could do something, but I love that Danielle, you brought up that beautiful point. It's not... The states have more power than the overall federal government individually for certain stuff. That's why there's certain mm-hmm. laws like get passed beforehand, like gay marriage. Massachusetts was able to do that because when it comes to for years, level, yep. mm-hmm. they can go ahead and do certain things. But remember, they also get a lot of states get like funding from the federal government. So that's why when that, if you don't want to just make then we're not going to fund you or funnel money into. But the same thing with laws, they're getting their pockets filled. Because they don't want to make any change. Like, and it's really hard and impossible until you start really digging to those issues of society and work out some of that other stuff. It's all like kind of rippling into each other. And to the point, to, to your point, Vincent, too, is the, because, because arms dealers are lining the pockets of prominent people, that is why the world is what run by arms dealers and controlled by that. It is, I, I mean, I, I mean, if we really want to go kind of all the way to the top, I mean, we could start at nuclear <laughs> weapons of mass destruction and go and trickle all the way down to, to firearms and, you know, uh, and, and, you know, certain knives and butcher, you know, things like that, that, you know, you use to protect yourself, but it's, it, it, it's all about, defensive weapons and, and things of that nature. And it's who has the bigger gun. Right. Who has the bigger gun? Who you know boys being boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. This and this is why this is why I deeply boys believe, and their egos. Boys and their egos. But this is why I deeply believe that most of the world and this is just my take, most of the world's issues are caused by toxic masculinity. From the from the from creation, from the moment it was like, oh, oh, I'm a guy, so I'm stronger and I'm better, and oh, okay, cool. So <laughs> I get to do everything. I get to do anything I want. I get to, you know, I get boys are being boys. You know that that's an entire. <laughs> it's so deeply ingrained yeah. in everything that we do. I mean. It, that's the basis of it. I think some of the most mentally, I'm going to say something and I hope it's, I, listen, listeners, please forgive me, but I think some of the most mentally ill people <laughs> are men. <laughs> and I'm including myself and most men I know in that. I'm sorry to say, I really do. I think that, especially because of the way we are, we are, we're reared you know, the way society has programmed us, programmed us absolutely, and indoctrinated us about who we are and how we are in relation to 
women in society. And I think it just, it's like a continuous turnover and rollover of the same and recycling of the same ideals and the same toxicity. And that's, I mean, I think it starts inside that way. We can say that old saying, you know, it starts at home, no home training, but like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that's because people are, are men and boys are reared that way. It just, you know, it turns into this toxicity and then, and then think of all the, the the excuses that come with it when anyone tries to talk about reforming mm. the gun laws or like mm-hmm. enacting legis- legislation. So let's think, you know, it's oh well, the criminals are still going to get guns anyway, like still going to shoot people. And, oh gosh, and shut up! You know that one? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I know yeah. everyone's heard that one. Oh yeah. But then you look at other countries, like you know, like even in the UK and a lot of areas even the police don't have guns. And if they something major is happening where something's going down and they need, they call in their SWAT and they call in the heavy, heavy artillery for backup. So like, in, but you look at those areas and they, gun violence and death by cop and vice versa, like, and even death to cops is much lower because there's no guns coming in and out of that area. So well, yeah, you know there's going to be some people that have them, but like, you have to also reduce the amount of <laughs> weapons in general that are provided to you know the police force and just go through other means of trying to de-escalate the situation and- i want to say something as a uh, as a son of two former undocumented immigrants mm-hmm. who was raised outside of america america is not the the what's the word the standard it, america is not the best country in the world mm-hmm. America, the isn't num- America isn't number one and this is not anti-American I am very American yeah. born here it's really America, yeah. America is the illusion of greatness mm-hmm. America really is it gives you the illusion of prosperity it gives you the illusion of having its shit together America is one of those working or functioning addicts Mm-hmm. That you don't really get to see what's really happening under the surface because America puts up a great front. When it comes to the way that America treats its veterans, whether the way that America treats its people of color, whether the way that America treats women, the way that America treats native people, the way that America treats women. America is flawed, but America is a functioning addict. And I don't know what has to happen so that uh, an intervention has to happen so we can sit America down and say, hey, bro, or hey, sis, um, you got a problem. Can I say, though, like, and, and you're 1,000% right here, but my faith level in that is negative 20. <laughs> I do not have faith that we are a nation or a country that can actually come together and ha- find or or create a solution solution to this because there's just too there's so much push and pull that it's just like nothing gets done i mean that's what i the feel thing you have to remember is even on a state level they still face issues yeah texas has a really like lenient gun control policy but even in the states that want to 
or like fuck the federal government. We didn't want to increase gun laws here locally on a state level. Still mm-hmm. run into issues because then people then try to hide behind the Second Amendment. Like, mm-hmm. Well, because, be, mm-hmm. be, but because it's so, it's so the issue is so broad and so complex. Mm-hmm. It uh, it really requires a multifaceted uh, problem solving solution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, and and one thing we haven't mentioned is uh, parents guardians these people we, we talked about the the social um socialization of these kids who take it into their own hands to go and conduct these mass shootings but where are the parents like where are the parents absolutely we, we do no, we no longer live in a country in which that naivete that um Theo was talking about about you know america's the greatest country we have no problems that's bullshit Anytime an average American, and this is a problem that average Americans are now subjected to, because you would be an idiot if you walked into a grocery store in the last week and didn't think about that man going into a grocery store and shooting up somebody. And that isn't the first time somebody walked into a grocery store. That or last a super, year, or a shopping right, mall, supermarket, right? exactly, mm-hmm. movie theater, uh, a, a school. Yeah. These 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 seemingly sacred places, as Theo said. So we need to really. Um, employ a multifaceted approach to deal with this very complex problem. It's not just a simple matter of gun control, gun control, gun control, because we're not going back. We're not going back. And and when we were there, guess what? That was whimsical. That was imaginary. Because if you had money, you could get a gun. Fuck a gun. And just like any other law, you can circumvent it if you have money. So you wind up with the top echelon of people, the people at the top tier, the well-off, the extremely rich who can get anything they want. And and I'm not so sure to say that their children aren't the ones who are mostly going into these places and shooting them up. Amen. It's got to stop. It has got to stop. And people have ha, must take responsibility. I like what they did with the parents in Detroit. That guy walked in there and shot up the people in the Capitol, I guess it was, and his parents are now facing charges and they tried to hide and everything. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical about this, but this guy's name is uh, Salvador Ramos. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming he's a Latin, Latin next person, you know, he's an indigenous, you know, he's a BIPOC person. And so something must be done. Anytime this situation straddles all kinds of socioeconomics, it straddles all kinds of races and classes. We've got a real big problem, and it's mm-hmm. going to take a real big solution and a complex one to address it. And but I, when you hear things like this as a parent, my mind goes like, once again, my fucking child. You cringe. Yeah. How, yeah, cringe in every way, shape, and form to mm-hmm. think. You know, because at one point in time, I said, oh, you know, they're shooting in the school. I, I bet if they go into a church and they shoot in the church, they're going to change the law. They've done and, that. And, and then they do they do it and nothing changes. Everywhere. Oh, maybe if they kill a whole bunch of little children, Dealing they're going to change the law. And that, that is what pisses me off, Theo, because you know what? We have so short memories. We have, you know, memory so loss. Things happening so frequently and that you can't remember that's all the, of them. That's the naivete I was talking about. Like, America is the greatest country. My ass. We've got our problems. Some of us are killing other ones just mm. for, just to, just for sport. We've got a big problem. The guy went into a church. The other guy, Dylan Roof, went into a church and shot up people doing Bible study. Ugh. Talk about sacred spaces. And you know, it's a sickness. And, and even the movie him, theater was considered a sacred space. And they went and bought him a Whopper afterwards. They went and went to yeah, that's and, a- and, oh. you know, and that's another part we're not dealing with. 
this aspect that it's it's a some racial component to it too. You know, certainly black folks go and shoot up people. We've got our own shit just like everybody else. And uh, but there's a racial component. Like law enforcement has to get real. This naivete bullshit that oh it's those people. No, it's not those people. It's America. Think about it. It literally has happened everywhere. We just ran off a list: church, schools, parks, shopping malls, supermarkets, uh, office buildings. You can't go to fucking work anymore. <laughs> like you'd be sitting at your job. And someone could kick in the fucking door that's had a bad fucking day and like or got fired. Mm-hmm. Somebody got fired. Somebody oh, had God. a bad day. Somebody was yep. treated at work. Bullied. Of at work. Bullied. I mean, I think we remember the term going postal. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I really think, um, and Danielle, you asked a question earlier and you said, you know, where are the parents? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to venture to say the parents are just as bad, if not worse, um, in the way that they operate in the world, which is part of the reason that that kid decides to go into a school. or Isn't that what happened in Sandy Hook? Or into like, a church. Weren't the parents just as messed up as the kid? Right. So, exactly. So, But they me, were able to get a gun. And then... But, that's the thing. Some of the things that they're they're trying to push, having better screens for mental illness, having like other regulations that they're trying to suggest. I don't understand why people are like freaking out. It's like, do you want a fucking crazy person? Well, that's because people don't. Because that's also because let's let's remember that up until the last what? Let's I'm gonna kind of estimate here what the last fifteen years, maybe less mental health has actually been a focus mental health there's actually a spotlight on mental health and its connection to a myriad of other things most people don't want to dive in i mean think about it like and all the love to our parents but think about it like most of them do not want to talk about their traumas and talk about their triggers and things that set them off because of things that they experienced when they were younger we and our our age bracket we will talk about those things. We're like, okay, I'm having, I'm having a problem. I'm feeling this way. I'm going through this. This is what, what I'm feeling, you know, what my inner child is, is, is not healed. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. I, I Quite, feel like, Well, you know, the, I'm up to the point yeah. where I don't care about your trauma. Exactly. I don't well, care, not, okay. I don't care about this little right boy, to, yeah. Ramos, who bullied him all that he killed children are dying women are yeah. dying uh, the elderly are dying people in their sanctuaries are dying when is enough going to be enough when like mm-hmm. I, I don't get i don't get it well that's the and- reason i brought up mental health is specifically because we don't just get to this place because people are okay in the head that's what I'm trying to say with that. It's not about empathizing or sympathizing. No, and, and that's a, no, no. That's I got it. I, got it. I got what you said, and thank God you said it. But yeah. just like, 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 like enough but already. Enough. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's what I was enough. saying. Enough. That was that. Go ahead. I, that's why I was saying we don't have the luxury anymore. You you said mm-hmm. you prefaced what you said by saying I know people are reluctant to talk about it. Bullshit. You know what? I don't care about your reluctance to talk about it. You need to talk about it because your son is going to go in there and shoot up the school. Mm-hmm. And you need to talk about it. And that's where I say if we start holding people liable 
for their, what their children are doing, maybe they'll start to be more candid and serious and honest with their parenting and the needs for the parenting. And lastly, before we, we begin to approach the last couple of minutes we have together, mm-hmm. I also want to talk about like this notion that America's culture has gotten so bad because of guns. Whatever the case is, we are here and we're not going back. And I, I, would, I would push back against that a little bit because you got Putin over there bombing oh, people out of their yeah. homes He's not no moral compass for the world. So I don't I don't True. think it may be very productive to, to sort of pit. You got people in Haiti lost their president that was assassinated. You know, the world has the world gotten to a place. Yeah. Right. The world has gotten to a place and there's no turning back. Corrupt the leaders thing everywhere. For Arterdam, Absolutely. The best thing we can do boys is to be being honest boys. with ourselves. The best thing we can do is tell the truth and start dealing with this stuff proactively because they're not going anywhere. These corrupt leaders, we well, know boys will be boys. But all these corruptions around the world with these different presidents and these leaders, they're all men. Exactly. What did I say? Back to I Isaiah's point. Exactly. Back to Isaiah's point. The root of all evil. That's what, it, I'm, I'm not even well, kidding when I say that. It, that's, even it, in I, seemingly, seemingly heterosexual cisgender men. Let me put that. Exactly. Yeah, well, even better. Even in Panama, Noriega was a like a crooked little president, mm, and it right. was it was not the female presidents who are doing this, or the politicians, or the mm. um, prime ministers. Is these toxic cisgender men who are just like mm-hmm. and i'm wow. not so sure i'm not so sure the world is getting any more dangerous what i do know is the ability for us to capture a moment in an instant and and uh you know relay it all over the world with technology uh, you know we've got instagram snapchat tiktok we got it all now and you all can right. literally you, you can literally tell the truth about a horrific situation in a matter of moments. It can be exposed so, now quicker. Exactly. Right. I mean, certainly gun control has, I mean, increased gun access has been issued. Drugs, drugs have been issued. I mean, here's another, here's another thing. And they're all interrelated. This is what I'm talking about, the complexity of it all. Mm-hmm. 70,000 Americans in this year alone have died from a fentanyl overdose. I mean, to me... It's just, you know, if you, you, I think I would be, we would be joking with ourselves if we didn't think that these people who go and shoot up places aren't being aided by alcohol, aren't being aided by some sort of drug use. Opioids. I mean, mm-hmm. you should see the, the the eyes on the sky, this uh, Ramos kid, this Salvador Ramos kid. They've got in custody now the Texas shooter. Oh, yeah. completely. It looks like, it looks like uh, Lucifer himself is in his eyes. It's crazy. Mm. Oh, y'all. Is there any final thoughts? You know, I just, <laughs> just gonna say, you know, toxic masculinity. No, um, <laughs> honestly, um, you know, I'll say this, and Danielle made a really great point of it's not maybe it's maybe not necessarily that anything has gotten worse. It's just that we now have the access, you know, via technology to see what's going on all over the world at all times. It's just that, it's not that it's worse, it's just surveilled now um, in a better way. So, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm, I'm almost at a loss of words. I, I don't feel like this country has the answers. I don't know that the world over has the answers. I think in a, in a better world, <laughs> you know, that the answer would be, hey, go and talk about your shit so that you don't ruin other people's lives. Um, but I mean, you know, who's, who's, 
who's to say, you know, what the right answer is. Um, I just know that we can't keep, we can't continue functioning and operating the way that we are because I mean, it's, it's not going anywhere good. Agreed. Theo, what about yourself? I think people here in America, you know, try to vote responsibly, try to vote senators and state representatives that can change the state law, that can advocate for change for people, because something has to change. You know, let's try to use the broken system to fix the broken system or something. And or to try to help these broken people because ain't no one that's going to go shoot up an elementary school or a movie theater in a church as a wholesome individual. Their mm-hmm. spirit is broken. Their mind is broken. Sometimes their bodies are broken mm-hmm. and you know, society needs help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, 18, 18 families sent their child to school to an elementary school nonetheless. Wow, eighteen and and, now. and, and, and uh, you know one one teacher who is in her early forties with a husband and children of her own hmm. is will not go home. They're going to the funeral home after autopsies are performed. It is horrific. I mean, and this has become the status quo in America. Something must be done, and we must do more than just simply say gun control, gun control, gun control. We must be accountable for ourselves and our neighbors and our neighbors' children. Mm-hmm. Least, prayers. Oh, yeah. At least these things continue to happen. Oh, no prayers. Mm-hmm. We don't need prayers anymore. Yeah. No prayers, legislation. If you see something, say, say something. something. I think that's how it has to, has to start. Exactly what Danielle like. Even if you're not the parent, if you see a kid, your neighbor's kid, someone acting weird, try to reach out for help tell somebody like that's how and remember some of these things have been avoided so there's been a, a fisher of like also kind of in the shadows heroes that saw something said something and prevented several tragedies from happening so to danielle's point i definitely say speak up if you see something thank you all for joining another episode of making it make sense mm. isaiah theo danielle and yours truly, Vincent. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time, everybody.